The Sicha of Parshas Zachar in volume 21 of Lakutus Sichas. There is a commandment that an instituted law that we read the section of Zachar, the story what happened with the Amalekans when they came to fight against the Jews when we were in the desert. Now, we read this section to remember what Amalek did, called Zachar, to remember what the Amalekans did. We read it on the Shabbos before Purim. Now, the Magen Avram asks a simple question. He says, we find in the Torah six times where we have a biblical commandment that you have to remember something. Why, from all the mitzvahs of remembering, do we have to remember this one? The story, what the Amalek is, what the Amalek people did. Why is it specific to this one? Why don't we make something about the other zechires, the other remembrances? For example, as the Alter Rebbe says, it's hinted in the blessings of Shema, or you say it at the end of davening in our Siddur, more specifically. But we have the mitzvah to remember the giving of the Torah. We have the mitzvah to remember what the Amalek did. We have the mitzvah to remember the story of Miriam when she said the kind of a Lashon Hara and she got leprosy for this and uh, all the Jews waited seven days to continue traveling because she was till she finished her quarantine and getting pure from her leprosy. We also have a mitzvah to remember Shabbos. We have a mitzvah to remember the 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 story of the golden calf, the sin with the golden calf. So why did why did we establish a rule to read the story of Amalek over and not and not any of the other remembrances? So to answer this, he says, he says, look, the giving of the Torah, we already have a holiday to remember this. We have Shavuos, Shabbos, the mitzvah to remember Shabbos. We have every week you remember Shabbos. So that's we already have celebrated times that we read it, but the story of Miriam and the eagle with the golden calf. Eh, we're not going to go make a whole big ceremony to remember those stories. You remember it and you read that parashah. Why make a whole big ceremony? We don't want to do that because we don't want to emphasize the negativity of the Jews that we sinned in that area. Says the Rebbe that this answer is not good enough for us. Because even the story of Amalek, we actually know the story. We do make mention of it when we read it. We read a section about the Amalek, what they did in the story of Pur- on the day of Purim. And, and every year, Purim itself remembers of that. That's actually why we read it to Shabbos before Purim, because Haman comes from Amalek. So if so, why, do we, why did we establish to read specifically this? That's the story of making this whole to-do on the Shabbos, and we call the whole Shabbos, Shabbos Parsha Zachar. Why are we making a whole to-do about it, and not about any of the other remembrances? And this one itself, we also make mention on Purim itself. So why the Shabbos before make a whole to-do? So it must be that mentioning the story of Amalek must be a special, unique lesson that there is, some kind of takeaway that's more in the remembrance of Amalek in the, regarding all the other ones. And the question is, what is this more than all the other ones? We could try to, uh, to say that all the other ones have more, you could even say, in other words, that all the other ones, the remembrances, are more general subjects. For example, the subject of remembering the giving of the Torah is a total fundamental thing. That's the source of all the Torah mitzvahs. The subject to remember about Shabbos, Shabbos also is a general mitzvah. It reminds us of all the six days of the week. It has to affect us on for all the six days of the week. And on the other hand, the story of the golden calf is the opposite of believing even in one God. 
And Hashem said that He's going to remember us for the sin of the golden calf anytime we do a sin. That means it's connected to all sins. And even the story of Miriam with the sin that she did with the, with the Lashon Hara, even though there's no practice, practical thing that we do all the years for remembering the story of Miriam, but we definitely learned that we're being much more careful in Lashon Hara based on the story of what, of what happened there. As we know, Lashon Hara is considered to be a, one of the hardest mitzvahs to be careful from. However, the story of remembering the Amalek people is only in, seemingly only in an individual mitzvah that doesn't contain anything that's general for the practice of every Jew that you can learn from it the whole life. And you could even ask even more what's so special about making a remembrance and a whole Shabbos about Amalek. The whole purpose of remembering Amalek is only to, in order to get to the mitzvah of wiping them out. That's the way the Rambam puts it too, that we have to remember it all the time eventually to be able to fight them and to wipe them out. So since in nowadays we cannot even do the mitzvah of wiping out Amalek, because first of all, we don't live in Israel the way it's meant to be with the peaceful calmness and so on, so there's no mitzvah to do which means to be settled there, properly settled, which we don't don't have it nowadays, so we can't do the mitzvah of wiping them out anyways. And also, even if we did have Israel the way it's supposed to be, we have a different problem, because Sancherev already confused the entire world. He mixed up all the nations around the world. We don't even know who's an Amalekite anymore. So you can't even wipe them out anyways. Comes out that remembering nowadays has, really has seemingly no significance, because how could I get to the point where I'm going to wipe them away and make a whole Shabbos about it. What's the point? So to understand this, you can understand it through understanding this, the, the concept of remembering Amalek. Because seemingly, the remembering in order to get to the wiping out, why, why is there a obligation to remember them nowadays when according to the Torah it's not even possible to wipe out the Amalek people and more why do we have to have two separate mitzvahs remember and wipe away what's the point of that it should be just one mitzvah to wipe away. If the whole goal of remembering is to wipe away, just say the mitzvah to, that there's a mitzvah to wipe out the Amalekan people. So from here it's understood that the goal of remembering is to wipe it away, but there is a concept in the remembering itself. As a matter of fact, there's two separate mitzvahs. In the Rambam, when he lists out the 630 mitzvahs, he, main, he mentions the mitzvah of wiping out Amalek and remembering Amalek as two separate mitzvahs. Actually, there's different details to each one of the mitzvahs. For example, the mitzvah to wipe out Amalek is a mitzvah that's an obligation only on the community, on the general community. It's not a mitzvah on an individual Jew to wipe out the Amalekans. Also, according to many opinions, it's only when we have a king, also, the mitzvah has many different conditions. It's only after we get into Israel. However, the mitzvah to remember Amalek actually is a mitzvah that applies to every single individual and always, every place and all, at all times. So the idea to remember what Amalek did is a, general, is a general concept because it's all the time. Well, what is this general concept to the point that it's actually worth it to have all the mitzvahs of the Torah? That, that, that's included in the remembering of a Malik. Do you make a whole big Shabbos about it? What's the explanation to this? So to explain this, the Rebbe brings down that it's brought down in many places and in Chassidus in many places that the whole idea of a Malik is, they knew Hashem and nevertheless they rebelled against Hashem. That's a contribute to a Malik people. They knew and nevertheless they decided to rebel. Well, this is, the major thing for us. When we remember what Amalek did, what are we trying to remember? Not just their general story. We want to remember this idea that they knew Hashem 
They were intellectually sound, connected with Hashem in that way of intellect. But they didn't want to bring it down in a practice. They rebelled against the practice. And the more we could think about and remember Amalek, that's what it means. Remember this idea that I'm not just going to know God, but I also have to practice God. I don't want to be like Amalek people. And why do we do it by reading a section from the Torah? Because the Torah has the power and the Balabatishkeit to transform and change the existence of the world. And therefore, we connect the remembering of Amalek, specifically we're reading a piece of the Torah, because when we read a piece of the Torah, that dominates and controls the rest of the, 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 uh, the realities of the world. And this is why we read it, and it's a mitzvah's asaf in the Torah, it's a positive commandment to read this, to read this, uh, uh, to read the, the section of the Amalek story. And this tells us, shows us even more. That a mitzvah that's a biblical commandment has a power over a material object. It tells you this thing is forbidden and this item is forbidden. A mitzvah from the sages doesn't really change an item, a physical item of the world. It's a mitzvah on the human being, on the person that's doing the mitzvah. So that's really a difference here. So when we say that it's a mitzvah's esim in a Torah, it's a positive commandment to read a section from the Torah about the wiping out, the remembering of Amalek, it's because that gives you a power that the remembering will help you to have this effect, to nullify this concept of knowing about a knowing Torah and to rebel against it anyways will help us to overcome that now by remembering this this gives us this power and we can learn this also from the last words of the Parsha about um, an end of B'Shalach about the Amalek people it says there Hashem says record record the story of of the Amalek war and Kiyad Al-Kais Ka'am the hand is on the throne of God from this war that Hashem had with Amalek. The sages tell us that the words, case, kise, the throne is spelt missing in Aleph. It's a broken word. It's missing. It's not complete. The word and name of Hashem is Yudke, and it's missing the Vavke of Hashem's name here. Al Kais Yudke. Says Rashi brings down from the Chazal that says that the name of God and the throne of God will not be complete until the name of Amalek is completely erased. And the question is, why does Hashem's name, broken, have anything to do with the Amalekans? The Amalek people, why is it dependent on Amalek's being erased, and then Hashem's name will be complete? And seemingly, they would, have a, they would be an argument, these Amalek people, on the whole name of God. And in addition to that, why did they argue only on Vavke, not on the Yudhe? And a third question is, if you keep the Yudke still around, Yudke is a full name, it's one of the seven names that you're not allowed to erase. That means it's the full name of Hashem. And the answer is, it explains in Chassidus, Yud and the He represents Chochmah Bina. Yud is the small letter which represents the idea, a concept, the wisdom, that's Chochmah. Just a concept, a little, a, a point, an idea. The hey is the way you elaborate the yud. The hey represents the idea of bina when the wisdom is expounded into understanding. The vav is bringing down a, down, a, a stick that brings down from top to bottom. It brings down the intellect throughout your whole body, into your stomach, your hands, your feet, everywhere else. It goes on the emotions of a person, the emotions of the heart. And the hey the second hay spreads out the emotions into your speech and to your action. What was the war of Amalek? The war of Amalek was against the Vavke. They said Yudke intellectually connected with Hashem, no problem. But don't bring it and spread it out into the emotions of the person you practice in Torah mitzvahs. So this is the point of why we have to mention them and specifically it happened on the way to get to Torah before, after we left Egypt, before we got to Torah. They wanted to stop us from getting the intellectual capacity into the emotions of the practicing of the Torah mitzvahs 
which happens by getting and receiving the Torah. So by mentioning this, by having a Shabbos Parsha Zachar and reading the Torah from it, we have the power to wipe away the powers of the Amalek, which was all about knowing God, but rebelling against it. And this gives us the power not to rebel, but to take what we know intellectually and connect to Hashem with our Torah and mitzvahs.